Wrestling fans, there's a podcast you want to add to your podcast playlist. Wrestling with the Willies, hosted by Josh and his brothers, and they discuss all things wrestling, like WWE Extreme Rules, WWE SummerSlam, and more. You'll get the results and their reactions on all the matches you want to know more about, as well as in-depth analysis, opinions, and fallout from the events on Raw and SmackDown. Wrestling with the Willies talk about all the wrestlers you know and follow. Their matches, moves, losses, and their achievements. Add Wrestling with the Willies to your podcast playlist right now. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast, and your favorite podcast platform. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our latest edition of Scream Creeps, where today we're actually um, getting an opportunity to interview the writer, director, and star of the movie Air of the Witch, uh, Victoria Bell. Um, hello, Victoria. Hi. <laughs> Having me here on the platform. It's good yeah. to see you. Um, so we, we actually got a screener from uh, your company, Posh Entertainment. I can't remember if it was a couple of weeks ago, maybe longer. Uh, we've been kind of backed up with a few things, so kind of... Um, <laughs> Uh, we just actually got the opportunity to actually watch it and over the last couple of days. So it's uh, a good thing. Um, yeah, I actually finished or I actually watched it last night, actually, because I, I've just been busy. But um, <laughs> I've got a full time job outside of the podcast. So um, but first thing I wanted to say is the 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 way it was filmed, um, at least for me, I'm not familiar with uh or i don't know if you're familiar with the show tales from the crypt but it kind of reminded me of the the way that uh series on hbo was filmed um yeah. uh so i don't know if that was kind of an inspiration for you as far as the way the movie looked but that's what i got from it in, in terms of when i viewed it um mm-hmm. <clears throat> well thank you it's a uh, it, it was <laughs> It's more of a, my own take on the way I've seen the story and communicating that with my director of photography and also bringing in my own style because I come from Eastern Europe, from Moldova, and okay. the style of movies there is completely different. The approach to it is different. And then I have the Western style that it is more the Hollywood style. So I combined them both and married them both in order to bring my own view and I'm trying to when I when I think of a horror movie, I want to bring more of a story, not just the the jump scares, but actually a story. What leads the character to go to that path, and what makes the the painful part for them as their journey. Um, so it's more of a like a thriller horror, but I try to put as much story and as much as my heart in it. Uh, besides just being a creative outlet. It's also a storytelling for me, and it's um, it's my passion. So I'm uh, I'm really excited to have it already done and out in the world. It's been over three and a half years of hard work, and we encountered a lot of difficulties. We actually started filming right in the middle of COVID, and it was a lot of challenges. But thank God we are here, and now it's available for streaming everywhere. Yeah, I. I could imagine the difficulty at that point with COVID with, I mean, just for us in general, how hard it was. So um, one question I did have, and I think you kind of 
pointed on it in your comments just now was what inspired you to write and direct the movie. Um, I think you kind of pointed to it in what you just said, but I'll let you. Um. Uh, no, it's been it's been a story where you know initially I was going to write a, a thriller movie. Um, it's called Five, and it's a psychological thriller. But it's it's a it's kind of a like a high budget movie. We're talking five million plus. Okay. And when I looked at this project, and I said, well, you know, I can't do that right now. But what can I do with the um, the budget that I have and then the resources that I have and this desire in my heart to make movies. And when I thought about horror, it was mostly a business decision. I had to write something that will fit in that budget that I can still put a good story together. And then horror is the only genre that you don't have to necessarily have named actors. You can still do a solid movie and your audience is going to enjoy it with or without big names. So that was my first decision into going into horror and thriller genre. Um, but then the story came to me. So then I said, if I'm going to make a movie, I want it to be close to the bone, so to speak. I want it to be completely honest and authentic. And I want to say things that are um, hurtful, that are that been hidden all my life. And that was the part where my paternal grandmother, she was an actual witch, and she uh, tried to put a spell on me when I was five, six years old. And that followed me all my life. So that fear, that energy, that, that battle, so to speak, of inner battle. And it was very real for me. So that's where I came from to write that story from a place of fear, from a place of authenticity. And then I took the story, of course, and brought a lot of uh, our details. And, and, and I love it where it came from. And being particularly personal to me, but also taking the story to places that it's fictional, that can entertain and be a cool story. Cool. Yeah, like whenever I was watching, oh, when I watched the film, that's the vibe that I could pick up, like where it seemed like a lot of it stemmed from personal uh, uh, personal trials and stuff like that. that uh, that's what it seemed like to me. Especially the cinematography was pretty good in this movie, too. Like, that's one of the main things that I was seeing. I liked how, um, like, some of the pictures that you took for uh, the film, I was like, oh, that looks uh, pretty cool. <laughs> yes, we tried to put the money on the screen, right? With, with every movie, you should do that. You have to put the money on the screen where people can see the quality of it. So we invested in the cinematography, in the makeup, in the talent, um, and just made sure that with the limited budget we have, and being my first feature film, and doing it during COVID, and not having any actual um, training in filmmaking. So I have not gone to school. I did not know how to make a movie. But I did learn it by making a lot of short films and being on Overset Productions, and also by self-learning. And I was self-taught in the film industry. But with that being said, in encountering all these challenges and still making a solid first feature film as my debut film, uh, I'm still very, very proud of it. You know, even um, though I wish I could have done more, I wish I had a bigger budget, I, had, I wish I had a bigger cast, and that's always in retrospect. You look at a production and you wish you could do things bigger and better. But for what I had with the resources I had and the challenges I was presented, um, I did. I think we put the money where it belonged on the screen and it shows. 
Yeah, and, and, and the funny thing is, is you're kind of answering questions that I have as you're talking. So the next one was, what was your most challenging aspect of making the movie? And I think, again, you kind of answered that one to an extent with, for one, with COVID, but all the, you know, it's, <laughs> but. I mean, there is a lot of uh, challenges on the set production. For me, um, personally, outside COVID and outside the budgetary restraints and all the other challenges comes with making a movie. Um, it was the part to to be the, the lead actress and then be the director. And the lead actress, Anna, plays a role of more of a submissive role. She is um, the victim of the reality in her life and the, all the things that are happening to her. And as a director, you have to be a leader. So the energy is different, right? Like as Anna, I had to be in the submissive role. And then as a, the film director, I had to be the leader and step in and, and encourage my team. And then also be the, the captain of that team to make sure that everybody gets their work done. I mean, film, it's a business and you have to make sure that every department gets their job done. It's a lot of stress and a lot of work and a lot of hours and um, no sleep, really. For me, it was no sleep. I didn't get to sleep three or four hours, maybe a night for the duration of the filming. And before that, I love to write and do my creative work at night. And then I'll do all my meetings during the day. So I was already primed for for that type of a schedule. And I think it's still lingered into my life now because I still love it when it's quiet and nobody's around and I just get to write and go into the solitude journey what I can create. Um, but then just to go back to your question, then yeah, I think the most challenging part for me emotionally was switching from the role of director and from the role of the actor in the blink of an eye and and get used to it and also still deliver, deliver and serve Anna, serve my roles right and make sure that I express her pain, I express her desires, I express her fears but at the same time, to make sure that my team delivers what I need them to do. And they, they see me as the leader of the team and the encourager and the, you know, the, the head of the team, because we're all a team and a family. I try to uh, create a family-like environment where, um, yes, we all have responsibilities, but also this is a passion. We all into it. Like film, you have to be a little bit mad. You have to love this because... It takes a lot to make to money and it takes a lot to see those fruits of your labor. So you have to do it for the love of it first. That's oh, yeah. where yeah. <laughs> that's one thing. I, that, and that's why I was surprised when I was looking up all your credits and everything that it was like mostly all shorts that you did beforehand. And it, it's great because uh, it doesn't seem like you ended up uh, having that many issues like, or, not issues, I should say, like, that the film was uh, well made for somebody that didn't really have much training on filming and stuff like that, other than shorts and stuff. Um, like, I'm surprised when I watched the movie and, and compared it to what you're talking about, I was surprised. <laughs> yeah, I could tell <laughs> you I couldn't have done it. At least. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, especially do, handling all the stuff for it like too especially the acting and directing thing like doing both of that at the same time i'm sure it would be very stressful especially during covid where like you had to get tested a lot practically yeah yeah and everybody had to wear a mask 
Oh yeah. <laughs> the strict real rules, but the the inner stress of me having a team under my responsibility, making sure nobody gets sick because. If somebody gets sick, you have to shut production until everybody is okay and safe to get back to work. And and I wanted to make sure everyone is, one, safe and healthy, and two, we get the production down on time. So that stress was unbelievable every single day. But we all followed the rules. Everybody was so eager to work because it felt like it was morbid in the whole world and we're creating something new. So everybody was really good at following the rules and making sure they're staying on top of you know, respecting everybody's space and disinfecting everything and all the rules that we had to test and we had to check temperature and everyone and follow, file all the forms. And But we got it done. You know, you, you have to adapt. And that's what filmmaking is. It doesn't go as you plan it. A lot of the times, you know, you make a schedule, you put together all the details. You can go as detailed as possible and then a thunderstorm happens and you have to change everything and mm-hmm. you have to do it. So you save money because you have all these people on your schedule. You have all these people on payroll and you can't just sit and wait for the rain to pass. You have to figure out how to change locations and scenes and still make sure you, you save the money and capture what you need to get the movie complete and done. Um, and then with my experience, although I've done short films before, it was still in every short films. I tried to put a team together. I wrote the script. I directed it. And a lot of them, I acted in them. So it was a good preparation for me. But nothing prepared me for this feature film because <laughs> the the magnitude of stress and the work, I, I did not know what I was signing up for. But I had such a desire and a drive in my heart that I knew I'm going to get it done no matter what. Like I had the intention. Once I made it, I said, I'm going to get this done. And it felt like, the universe kept testing me like, oh, really? Well, let's throw a world pandemic where everybody shuts the doors and stays inside. Let's see what you're going to do. And I said, I'm, I'm going to, to still get it done. And, and we're here. So I'm grateful. Yeah. Um, so my next question is a two-prong one, I guess you could say is, what was your favorite scene to shoot in the film? And then after that, what was your most difficult one? Oh, uh, interestingly <laughs> enough, I just thought about it. I have not thought about this until now. Nobody asked me this question. But uh, <laughs> interestingly enough, my most favorite uh, scene I film is the beginning of the movie. And the hardest scene is the end of the movie. Okay. <laughs> so the beginning of the movie, because it was such an intense scene where you, so as the, you go in the, beginning of the movie you go this layers of of dirt and you go underground and see this coffin and you see this woman in the coffin right so it's a little bit of a spoiler alert for anybody watching (laughs) but it was it was challenging for us because we actually had to build on stilts you know this this coffin and then put dirt on it and make it up on top of the ground right so it was it went a lot on the construction of the set and then the makeup and the the prosthetics going on the on the actor was very intense. And then on top of that, she was claustrophobic. So putting her in a tight space, and I feel for that because I feel the same way. And and it was a very tight space to film it and to get it done. And we were filming this in the middle of the night. It was about one a.m. in the morning, and there was the biggest bugs in the world coming to us because we had these big lights and you know all this the 
that production lights and all these people, warm bodies, they were coming to eat and it was challenging. But what I loved about it, that although it was so challenging to set it up, when I saw the camera rolling and when I look at the, because at the, I'm sitting right there next to the actors, I'm not sitting right away on a monitor. I let the makeup do the monitor and then I let the the script supervisor, they all get their own monitors. I want to see right there. I want the actors to, to act right there in front of me. So I feel it's like a, a free magical show in front of you. And when I saw it just unraveling in front of me, when, when we st- we, I started, I said action and the actor just, just started banging and just like this, this creepy feeling. I, I, I had to like, bite my tongue not to scream that's how excited i was when i saw how good it looks on the camera right um and i was so so i was so proud i was like oh my god we're truly making magic now for the last scene it included a lot of very risky setup and i was involved in it and as you see in the movie i'm not gonna give away that yeah. <laughs> and, um because it's big real and it's um I pushed the envelope. I'm going to say that I did push the envelope there because I was thinking like, eh, it's a little bit gruesome and it's a little bit too much, but I got to do it. Um, but I was, I was the one in there and it was the last scene and we filmed it the last in the production. And it was about 4am in the morning and it was so challenging to film it. We had to film at different angles. We had to different. it was, I had like a point where the team was like, maybe we got enough shots. And I'm like, no, we're listen. We're going to sit in a, in a movie product, in a, a movie cinema. We're going to watch this movie when it's all said and done. And we're going to wish we stayed another hour and make sure we got every angle we need and we got it right. And we did. And I pushed my team and they all so excited when we wrapped, but it was so challenging. And it was a little bit scary because, my safety was at risk, but we had safety in place. We had everybody made sure everything it's okay. And, but that was the hardest scene to shoot of all. And it was the last scene of the movie and in the production too. And I'll just make one comment. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it made perfect sense. That's all I will say is the ending made perfect sense once it got there. (laughs) So, um, I'm not going to give anything away, uh, at all. Um, I enjoyed the movie, um, and like I said, it was it, it was surprise. I tell you, you got me near the. End. You very rarely can get me in a movie, and you got me like in terms of surprised me. I didn't expect what ends up happening. Anyway, that's yeah, <laughs> that's all. I'll, I I was totally. I was like, whoa! And normally I can pick up on all that stuff, um, but this time I didn't. So. I'm um, so glad. And what, <laughs> if you watch it again, you'll see all the clues there. All the oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. My wife didn't didn't have an opportunity to watch it, so I'll have to watch it with her um, and and see if she picks up on it. And uh, but yeah, it, I enjoyed it. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did too. Uh, mostly because it's surprising too. Like with everything went into it, I'm surprised. Uh, like I was just surprised how good it was. Yeah, I mean, Thank most you. of the time you should at least enjoy a movie. At least. <laughs> Thank uh. you. 
indie filmmaking, right? Like studios have unlimited funds and unlimited data and marketing. And, and within filmmaking, very helpful for your platforms like this to help us spread the word. But mm-hmm. also it's very hard to make a movie, to, to bring into completion. And then after that starts the, the business of distribution and the business of actually sharing the word and letting people know that, <clears throat> excuse me, that there is this movie and, and we put so much work into it. All I want is the, the world sees it. No, it's like an offering. Like this is for you all. That's what I done it. And, um, and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that we completed it. So I only have a couple of more questions, I think. I had more, but I think you've answered a lot of them within the answers that you've given, so I'm not going to rehash them. Uh, but I did want to ask, what are your future plans as a filmmaker outside of what you'd already mentioned? I know you mentioned the movie, is it Five? Is that what it's yes. called? Yeah. It's a psychological thriller. Um, it's actually in pre-development right now. Uh, we shot the teaser and uh, putting together the pitch deck and the business plan and everything. Um, but again, that's a higher budget movie. So I want to make sure we do it well, cause it's a really great concept. I'm so excited about that movie. It's like, unlike anything else. Um, and it's really a cool, cool movie and exciting. And it has, um, thriller. It's a psychological thriller, but it has some horror in it. And it has, it has so many twists, but so cool and exciting and it's erotic and it's, thrilling and it's it's beautiful and i'm very excited about that movie um however i I want to make sure i give it justice and i make sure that i got the budget for it in the meantime i am working on a a romantic comedy um because i want to have you know completely opposite from what i do horror and thriller i want to bring that feel good movies that you can watch with your family at christmas and just enjoy a good love story um, because that's why I am as a filmmaker. I don't want to just set on one genre. I love all storytelling. I think it should be a complete, you know, array of ideas and stories that deserves to be told. And that's what to me is film fa- filmmaking and storytelling is to be in every genre, whatever really inspires you to create. So I'm working on that one as well. Um, I have written a lot of projects like TV series. Um, and then I've written other scripts. So it all depends really how the business goes and what usually the, um, film world is interested in. Um, but I do have in pretty much every genre from, from feature film to TV series. I have projects that I'm working on, but as you know, you know, indie filmmaking is challenging, but, um, I'm not giving up. I'm here to push forward. Cool. Um, I'll be interested to check out five. I think Uh, we've got another podcast that we're getting ready to start called theater junkies, where we kind of look at all the gamut of every movie that's coming out. So outside of horror, obviously. So this one's like horror driven. And then we've got a science fiction one. And then there'll be another one that's like total everything else, basically. So it'll, (laughs) it'll cover the gamut of, of film We're we're theater. Well, in the name, we're theater junkies. We watch movies, and we've been watching them since we were a kid. Josh is yeah. my brother, so we've we we've got a huge familiarity with uh, film. Nice, but nice. Oh yeah, we- but <laughs> yeah. With that, the last question I have for you is: What advice would you give to aspiring filmmakers? 
every day and do something towards your goal every day you know you don't know when somebody's gonna be ready to offer you an opportunity and it's gonna ready to be jumping in a journey with you to either pitch your script your idea be being an actor being a writer director whatever it is your craft if you work every day towards your goal and towards your business and your goal is whatever you have on your map you know you have to have a plan and a map you can't go to the other side of the world without a map and knowing where your direction is. But once you have that path, once you chose it, work for it every single day so that when the opportunity knocks on your door, you are ready. Because oftentimes we as creative think that we're not good enough or we don't deserve this and we tend to procrastinate or we tend not to write or we tend not to show up for our craft because we think it will never happen for me. And everybody has a doubt doubt in their mind but if you show up consistently it will happen you know everybody's journey is different but if you show up you actually be proud that you did the best you could and therefore you're ready so work towards your goal every single day that's my motto that's what i do every day at the end of the night i think what did i do today for my business what did i do today for my craft for my direction in life where i'm going and if I haven't done anything, I sure enough make sure I get it done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, kind that's of, a good mantra that, to have, at least. That, that's close <laughs> to the same one I have. I'm yeah. just not in the same genre. I'm in accounting, so I, <laughs> I, I do a lot of, I deal with numbers every day, but I strive to be the best I am at that. So, well, with that, um, and, and I, that, and talking about movies, but yeah, yeah sorry, <laughs> yeah. Josh, did you have any questions for Victoria before we wrap no, up? No, I couldn't. I couldn't think of anything to where it didn't sound like I don't know, cliched, like <laughs> typical questions that they ask, like a lot of the time. So, <laughs> oh well, take that back. I do have one more. I just saw it. What message do you hope viewers take away from the movie? I did see that one. I don't think I. Um, so movie is like unlike other stories, right? Um, mm-hmm. The message is profound and different from everyone. Mine is that there's always a battle going on between good and bad. No matter what you believe in, no matter if you believe in something or not, there's unmistakably different energies in this world. And there's good and there's bad. And how you show up every day, there is going to be consequences for that. And that's where the message is that do good and good will come back to you. But then sometimes, you know, in Anna's story, a lot of it had to be with trauma and her her roots that haunted her and it came after her. But we all have that choice. How do we show up and what do we do? And respectively, our life will unfold depending on our actions. Totally agree. Yep. <laughs> well um it was a pleasure talking with you victoria i'm like i said at the beginning i thoroughly enjoyed the movie if you guys have not seen it yet the movie's called air of the witch it's available streaming on i believe every is it every platform that streams yeah now it's available on tubi and um 
there's a couple more that just came out today. So uh, just search Era the Witch and you'll find it everywhere. Amazon, Apple, YouTube, uh, Voodoo, really everything. Just search for it and watch it, whatever you find it. And let me know your thoughts. You know, I, I made the movie so the audience can watch it and then give me their honest feedback. Um, I'm, I welcome all feedback and that's what I'm here for. We we create this creative children and we let it the world to to decide how they are. And my job is only to put my heart and my soul and every movie I make and then the world to decide what they think of it. Um, so after you watch it, please reach out to me on our website. It's airofthewitch.com um, or on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere, YouTube. It's Air of the Witch, H-E-I-R of the Witch. And uh, I... Hope to get in touch with as many as possible creatives, uh, writers, directors, actors, film lovers, movie lovers, anybody. I'd love to to get in touch with you all. Yeah, and for everybody, I'll link that website in the description, and I'll also link the the trailer in the description on the the YouTube channel as well. So, um, but with that, I think uh, for myself and Josh, um, uh. We thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you today and look forward to talking in the future, possibly. Um, Thank you so much for offering me this time and your platform and sharing the word. Thanks for joining. Oh, sorry. Thank you for joining. (laughs) (laughs) I have a tendency to interrupt people on accident. (laughs) Especially the Zoom things, you know, you don't know if it's, you know, sometimes it's the sound it's delayed but uh thank you all for having me here it's been a great pleasure talking to you both and we'll stay in touch yep um for all of us at the heart of geek and scream peeps we'll see you in the next episode have a good night thank you thank you